Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Happy New Year, everybody! It's 2023. That means it's not 2022 more. That is your logic. You like my logic look? That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, amazing logic. I think right? yeah, that's how numbers work. That's how year, years work. It's how, also how time works. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Happy New Year. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, yes. Yeah, 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a year, just like many years, I guess. I don't know. It might be good. It might be bad. Who who, who really knows? Uh, to be honest, 2022 uh, was a terrible year for me. Like, uh, for my psyche, it was terrible. Uh, well, then it was re- really good, but... Uh, I hope that this year will be pink. That's the color I want it to be. Pink. Light, fluffy pink. Okay, sure. I don't, yeah. I don't think yeah. you saw that movie from last year called The Pink Cloud. Uh, <laughs> but, which was like a light, fluffy pink. Uh, right. Which basically tormented people, so. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't... Why do we associate some colors with different feelings, do you think? Like, a red is like the heart. I mean, that's very There's like a whole science of color science where it's like what people relate certain things with as far as like uh, what you have on your walls and things like that. And and that in and of itself isn't like a quote-unquote science because, you know, people could disagree on what makes them feel a certain way when you look at a certain color that I don't think that's ever like going to be like Feng Shui. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Because people are all different. It's going to make you feel differently, I guess. But there's like, uh, people who try to come up with some kind of general consensus that, Oh, if you wear blue, like there's that whole thing with like, uh, presidents you have to wear the right color tie yes and yes. it's like considered a power right. color yeah. or whatever and then there's like mm. other colors that aren't considered power color yeah like power ties remember that in the mm-hmm. early 2000s i think it was late I 90s do remember that. yeah and it was like supposed to you're supposed to uh buy it so it would make you like powerful in business if you wore this specific tie yeah people are just gullible i think is what it is there were those things like uh <laughs> There was those things in when I was a kid, not uh, those wristbands, but like the ones mm-hmm. that had like holographic uh, images on them, and people thought they like helped you helped your balance. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Right. Jeez. So yeah, people will buy into it, whatever crap as long as they think it's going <laughs> to help them. I, I I remember especially an episode of Penn and Teller. Uh, uh, where they went through the whole Feng Shui thing, and they had hired three different people uh, to do their living room, and everybody uh, said that Feng Shui was science. They used the word science very often in that episode, mm-hmm. and and uh, all of them uh, pointed to uh, uh, the uh, living room looking completely different. <laughs> 
in all the three three people that was there. So, where's the science in Feng Shui? I ask. <laughs> yeah, there was all, all the yeah. There's those copper products from when mm-hmm. I, I was younger. That there was like copper bracelets and copper this earrings, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to like have some kind of like medicinal effect on you if you wore this special copper bracelet it was like an ad seed on tv product i remember seeing like Mm. commercials for it like three in the morning you know what i mean (laughs) Uh, and people thought it was supposed to like help your heart rate and like make your uh make your arthritis better and things and it's like it's just a bracelet guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but pink is my favorite color so i hope i hope 2023 will be pink do you know what else is a little bit pink and happy? What? Us being on YouTube again. Is that pink? I guess so. It's a, it's a little yeah. more red. I, I see YouTube as red, but probably because of the logo. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, uh, we have been on Trivial Theater's uh, YouTube uh, again. Uh, thank you for that, Triv. Uh, and we watched The Never Ending Story Part 2 because that's the movie Luke picked. <laughs> what do you, you always do this to me, and it's like I, I give you multiple choices of things to watch, and then you're like, just go with whatever I pick, and then you're yes. like, Luke made us watch this, and I'm like, uh, I gave you multiple choices of things to watch, and you, I'm, I'm just the one that ends up deciding because I'm the one that has... Uh, the power to do that, I guess. Yes, you have the power. You have the power over me, Luke. Don't abuse it. I don't know if that's... I mean, I mean, I have the power to be like... I'm kind of the in-between a lot of the time, because I'm on social media and you're not, so... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm not on social media at all. You can find me at underscore absolutely nothing. But yeah, uh, I am on YouTube, though, so go to Trivial Theater... Check her out. Uh, when you are there, leave a nice little comment. Subscribe to her channel if you haven't, because she's funny. We're funny. You like us, you will like her. Uh, and you will hear from her in May, where she's watching Eurovision with us. So that will be fun. Okay. Yeah. Don't you remember that? We'll see if that... Ha- I wouldn't, like... I don't think we've said that yet, so... Uh, we'll see if it happens. Well... I think it's going to happen. Okay. So, uh, yeah, New Year uh, means that we're definitely not doing things in the right order and things like that. Uh, because it's a new year, so we have to in- invent the podcast from the ground up, Luke. Doesn't it mean that? It doesn't necessarily mean that, no. Uh, oh, so we should probably start with the news then? It's generally a good place to start, because it would be really depressing if we did the news last. Imagine having uh, to end the show with the news. <laughs> with the news. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, maybe, we, maybe we should do the news in the wrong order once, just for fun. I don't think it would change much, do you? I mean... No? no. I don't know. Let's try. Uh, South Korea's unannounced rocket launch uh, causes UFO scare. What is this all about? Uh, South Korean military confirmed it's test-fired a solid-fuel rocket Friday after its unannounced launch triggered public scare of a suspected UFO uh, on mm-hmm. a North Korean pl- uh, or a North Korean missile. 
The defense ministry said the statement that a rocket was launched as part of its efforts to build a space-based surveillance capability and bolster its defense. It said it didn't notify the general public of the launch in advance because it involved sensitive military security issues. <laughs> wow. So the whole country That's thought there was like an... A space alien spacecraft space. slowly going over wow. the top of the country, and uh, it was just a. Oh, that's fine. But you see the picture of the the rocket yeah. launch itself. It's kind of, I guess it happened at sundown, so that it made it multiple colors because it's like the reflection mm -hmm. of the, of the, the night sky. Obviously during sundown, mm -hmm. so you see it goes like, white to like pinkish uh red and then into like a yellow color into a blue mm -hmm. so it kind of people were like that doesn't look normal like that's not a, that's not what an airplane looks like that i mean definitely <laughs> if i didn't know of the rocket launch i would probably be a little bit scared as well if i saw that in the sky I think this is one of those things where, yeah, um, they could have announced it, but even then, like, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, when they change a law in, like, the dr the driving laws, they don't, like, call mm. everybody up and say, hey, guess what? This is how you use a roundabout now, and we've changed that. Like, mm -hmm. people just have to figure that shit out on their own, you know what I'm saying? Unless right. you, like, yeah, go yeah. are going down to the city planning office every day or every week and checking the bulletin board, which nobody fucking does. You know what I mean? Like there are, yeah. there was inevitably going to be some people who didn't hear the announcement and looked up in the sky and were like, this is, looks like a UFO. Like, <laughs> so I don't think necessarily that the reason that this, that people thought that was just because they didn't notify people. Um, right. Because people around here still don't know how to use roundabouts. So, yeah. Yeah. You go from the left to the right, right? Around. That's the rule. The right? thing that people have the worst time with <laughs> is trying to figure out when to, like, get into the roundabout. In, yeah. Yeah. I they're like, I, do I go now? Do I stop? I don't know what yield means. I'm completely confused as right. the word yield. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, New York's governor actually had a, an amazing good idea because I, I, I actually think this is a very, very good idea. Um, Legalize human composting after death. That that sounds morbid, but it's actually a very good idea. Uh, New York governor Kathy Hochul on Saturday legalized natural organic reduction, or popularly known as human composting, uh, after death. Oh, after mm -hmm. death, so not... This isn't being done by the mob, oh, at least. <laughs> we don't think it is. Uh, the legislative move makes the sixth uh, state to do so since 2019. This gives new workers access to alternative green method of burial, but the departed mm -hmm. may soon not simply toss uh, be tossed into a compost heap. Okay. Remains must mm -hmm. be delivered to... a. Cemetery Corporation certified for organic reduction. Um, mm -hmm. Washington State came the first to legalize human composting in 2019, followed by Colorado and Oregon in 2021, then Vermont and California uh, making uh, New York the fifth, obviously. So. Right. Now, but I think this is a very good space uh, reducing measure. 
and uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Instead of having giant um, cemeteries all over the place, it says right. here in yeah. some cases the deceased is placed in a reusable, semi-open vessel containing suitable mm-hmm. bedding, such as wood chips, alpha, alfalfa, or straw, ideal for microbes to go about their work. At the end of the process, the cubic yard of nutrient-dense soil, equivalent to 36 bags, is pr- uh, produced and can be used as a fertilizer. Every single thing we can do. Uh, so what happens with the fertilizer is what I wonder. Yeah, that's... Does that's it get given of... to, like, the family? Because I can see, like, you getting it and planting a tree and being like, oh, yeah. that's my that's my that's grandpa, you know, yeah. or whatever, yeah. yeah. Um I think that's a very good idea. I mean, I, I think this is a very smart thing to do. It's a very, like, future-oriented, to be honest. It goes against certain religions. So, like, yes, the Jewish religion, course, yeah. you're not going to be able to do this. So, like, there's certain no. people that... Or Muslim. That aren't just aren't going to do it, period. But that yeah. doesn't mean that it doesn't help It's the environment for other people to do it, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Talking about uh, Muslim, let's talk about our favorite Muslim of all time, Andrew Tate. There was some yeah, article I saw about like the Taliban was worried about Andrew Tate. <laughs> Why were they worried about Andrew Tate? Because they thought he's being persecuted. Uh, <laughs> 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 and he's a Muslim oh, man funny. now, so. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, because uh, Romanian police hold influencer, influencer, okay, well, I guess, uh, for, for 30 days. Yeah, what has this shit man done? Uh, the uh, British-American influencer Andrew Tate will be held in detention in Romo- Romania for 30 days after uh, the court agreed to a police request. Uh, Tate, alongside with his brother Tristan on Thursday, was part of an investigation into allegations of human trafficking and rape, which they deny. Authorities suspect the pair, along with two Romanian men of running an organized crime group. Uh, Tristan and two others were detained by court in Bucharest outside... Oh, uh, it says Andrew Tate, 36, has not yet commented directly on these accusations, but after being detained, a tweet was sent from his Twitter account alluding to The Matrix. Uh, The post said, The Matrix sent their agents... The account also retweeted Matrix memes posted by Twitter owner Elon Musk during this time. So somebody of obviously course. has control of his Twitter account, I think is the thing. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's tweeting from inside the prison. I don't know what... Some people... <laughs> at the time when that first tweet went out, people were like, oh, he didn't actually get arrested. Because, right. look, he's tweeting. Like, how could he be yeah. in jail if he's tweeting, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Nobody has control of his, his uh, social media. No, absolutely not. Uh, Tate moved from Romania five years ago. Uh, rumors swirled online that police were tipped off by Tate's presence in the country when a video was posted of him taking on uh, environmental activist Greta Thunberg on Twitter in footage he posted, he was handed a pizza box from a local pizza restaurant, which some users uh, suggested yep. inadvertently revealed his location. However, the yep. pizza box is now thought to be not relevant to the investigation. Um, what I heard is yes. like, yeah, it's I, not... I saw a lot of speculation about this 
fucking pizza box. Well, I think it is. It, the reason is because it happened like that was his last t- like kind of tweet, and then the <laughs> authorities went in like less than twenty four hours later, and this pizza chain is like o- there's only like twenty something of them in the world, and they're all in Romania. Mm-hmm. Um, the local authorities have said they already knew he was in Romania, but the pizza chain also said that they gave information to the authorities that that order was from them, right? So, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't like the deciding factor of, oh, look, the look at those pizza boxes were going in, but they did use the evidence, uh, to decide when to go in and, and how to go in like... I'm assuming that the pizza guy who went to the house was probably like, okay, this this is what I saw there. This is how many people, like, I kind of got a, yeah. a, a glimpse of. Like, maybe even mentioning, oh, there are guns on the table. Like, w- if you saw any of the mm-hmm. footage from inside I the did, house, yeah. there was multiple multiple weapons. And I guess in Romania, there are pretty strict gun laws. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he's not being charged with anything involving firearms as far as we know now right now at least mm. um but these are yeah, much, I mean, the, these are uh, serious allegations that it, it isn't the first time he's been arrested for human trafficking either so right right so if the audience thinks we talk a little too little about undertake uh, I, I i i would continue listening to this podcast <laughs> That's a little tease for what's coming up later. Oh, right, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, this was definitely That's big cool. news this week. Uh, oh, definitely. One oh, of the yeah. bigger stories, for sure. And um, oh, yeah. especially, at least in online discourse, just because he's been such a, 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 what's a staple of online um, kind of... Uh, back and forth over the last year of discord yeah 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 uh something that we have talked a lot about that not a lot of other people are talking about is venezuela uh and what's going on there but uh it seems like good news question mark uh because venezuelan opposition removes interim president guero is this good news I mean, it's just obvious news uh, to me. Um, yes, to me I don't me think as well. anybody, at least, well, we'll read, read this, then we'll talk about it. Venezuelan opposition mm-hmm. has voted to dissolve its parallel government and remove the leader, Juan Guaido. It moves uh, four years after Guaido declared himself president following the re-election of Maduro in a disputed poll. He was recognized by many Western countries, including the U.S., but failed to oust the left-wing president. The vote showed how most opposition politicians in Venezuela have lost faith in him. Uh, lawmakers also voted to appoint a commission to govern the country's foreign assets as they seek a united front ahead of elections scheduled for 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, in November, Venezuela's government and the opposition signed a preliminary agreement to find a way out of the country's political crisis. So that's where this is coming from. Uh mm-hmm. I think we we've always talked about Guaido has always just been a puppet of the oh, Western right. governments yep. to try to overthrow the current uh, regime in Venezuela to try to take you know take them oil 
Mm-hmm. It says here, in response, the U.S. said that it would allow American oil company Chevron to resume some activity in Venezuela. So yeah, this is all about this is all mm-hmm. about oil and us trying to like overthrow a government. Which, if nobody remembers, we literally tried to overthrow this government. We sent in uh, a militia group to try to murder <laughs> murder this guy yeah. uh, blatantly, and they ended up getting caught. And uh, we just kind of were like, wasn't us, guy? What do you mean? They were just Americans <laughs> doing it by themselves. Yes, on holiday. Right. <laughs> All by themselves. Don't, don't worry that it says U.S. Marines on their shirt. <laughs> we didn't train them. We promise. Yeah, we didn't pay. Oh, Somebody else yeah, paid no. them. So, yeah, it wasn't us, for sure. <laughs> We swear. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, let's go to Ukraine. Uh, this feels very bad news, to be honest. Uh, Ukraine Zelensky signs law uh, where uh, allowing government to block news sites. This doesn't sound good. It sounds a little dictatorial, to be honest. Dictatorial? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the right word? Yes. I don't even know how to say that. Uh, Ukrainian president... Victoria? Sounds Victoria? right. It sounds right, but it could yeah. be wrong. I don't know. Ukrainian president yeah. Zelensky signed into law a controversial statute expanding the government's power to regulate media groups and journalists. Zelensky signed yeah. uh, the legislation on Thursday over objections of media unions and press freedom organizations uh, that all warned it would have chilling effect on free speech. Under the new law, the National Television and Radio Broadcast Council, whose members are appointed by the president's administration and by the parliament, will have broader authority over Ukrainian media organizations and journalists. The regulatory agency can effectively shut down uh, news sites that aren't registered with the government. In a statement last month, the National Union of Journalists of Ukraine said the bill posed a threat to press freedom in the country so yeah this is absolutely i don't like this i really really don't uh it seems like uh, he's going in the wrong direction when it comes to this because freedom of press is so so important why do you think he's doing this right now like this little i think that uh the European countries, lots of European countries, and we we talked about this a couple weeks ago, the tides mm. are starting to turn on the whole uh, defend Ukraine idea, uh, especially when the U.S. has given $110 billion worth of weapons and aid there. Um, you're, not the, you're not the underdog anymore when you have that much money and weapons. Right. And so yeah. the... Um, the tide has turned on like the media narrative of like uh, this is a just war. This is always going to be a good thing. Like people have to die for this to, for us to 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 free this country from its horrible, the, the horrible Russia. And so yeah. when that when that tide starts to turn and people start to question, hey, why are we spending this much money on weapons? Why are people dying? What is mm-hmm. what is the purpose of this? Uh, and you're, if you're the president of the country that's 
in that war, you don't want your your uh, your constituents to turn on you and start saying, "Hey, why are we? Why are we dying? Why are we doing this?" So what what do you do? You you suppress that media narrative and don't allow it to be told to those people. Mm. That's what I see happening. But I mean, I could be being being uh, over the top about it, but I think that's generally why you no. would do it in this situation. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree, actually. Uh, and that's maybe what uh, what scares me is like uh, if 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 he now has gotten so much goodwill and him like turning out to be this uh, criminal mastermind that wants to like rule off you over his country. I don't. Yeah, I don't like this. Anyway, we have an update um, on the Virgin Island thing that we talked about last week, right? Two weeks ago, probably. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where there was a trial where they uh, won a lot of money at Virgin Island, uh, but they ousted General after J.P. Morgan Chase sued for Epstein crimes. What is this all about? The Attorney General of the U.S. Virgin Islands was ousted from her roles just days after she filed a lawsuit accusing J.P. Morgan Chase of facilitating Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking scheme. Denise George mm. filed a lawsuit without telling the governor, Albert Bryan, of the Virgin Islands first, the local paper reported. Bryan confirmed he removed George from her job, saying in a statement, I thank her for her service to the people of the territory during the past four years as attorney general, and I wish her her best in her future endeavors. Oh, she got endeavored. She got mm. the she got the endeavor line. That's like straight out of wrestling. <laughs> right. I was just going to say. So we're going to see her in AEW next. <laughs> right. Yeah. Was my joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. The lawsuit, which was filed December twenty seventh, alleges J.P. Mor- Morgan knowingly facilitated, sustained, and concealed the human trafficking network operated by Jeffrey Epstein and financially benefited from those actions. The lawsuit mm-hmm. alleges the massive financial institution turned a blind eye to his crimes for more than 10 years because of deals and clients that Epstein brought and promised to bring to their bank. J.P. Morgan did not immediately respond to insiders' requests for comment uh, for this story uh, and previously declined to comment about uh, about this lawsuit. So, um, yeah. It seems like uh, they this person filed this lawsuit and then was fired specifically for filing this lawsuit. Yeah. Um, I mean, they really they would argue like that, doesn't it? They would argue she did it without his approval, and so that's why mm-hmm. she was fired. Which I guess I can understand, but uh, it looks bad. Um, yeah. Hey, what do you call like a headline? Or like, for example, if 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 you have a headline in a newspaper that says uh, the sky is blue, or snow is white, or something like that, what do you call this is such a new news? I don't know. What do you call it? I like. Isn't it very obvious? Uh, yeah. I guess you would call yeah. it, call it obvious. I thought you were obvious saying, is there a, is there a word for that specifically? Oh no 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 no. no. I, okay. I was I was thinking like, is that very obvious? Do you remember when you and me we talked about the January sixth riots and we said, hey, 
this would be so much different if there were people here that was of color. <laughs> Specifically, because of the time period, if it was was a black yeah. Black Lives Matter rally, it yeah. would have been a yeah. whole different thing. Yeah, I remember saying that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. I think we hmm. said it the uh, day that it happened, literally as yeah. it was happening. I think we said yeah, that. Yeah, I think actually we did. And then multiple well, times think... after that, uh, in succession for for over yeah. multiple years. Yeah, I think we did say mm. that. Yeah. Mm. Let's see if someone actually agrees with us, like. Uh, yeah, January 6th response. Vastly different if rioters were black, House Sergeant at Arms says. No shit, Sherlock. The House Sergeant of Arms, who uh, was head of the D.C. National Guard during the attack on the Capitol, told January 6th committee that law enforcement response would have looked much different if these <laughs> rioters had been black Americans. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a quote from William J. Walker. I'm an african-american child of the 60s i think it would have been vastly different response if those were african-americans trying to breach the capitol he told congressional investigators in an interview transcript released tuesday as a career law enforcement officer part-time soldier last five years full but uh, a law enforcement officer my entire career the law enforcement response would have been different uh, his testimony echoed the op- observations of many Americans, uh, including <clears throat> Joe Biden, who noted the stark difference in law enforcement response in the protests in Washington compared to the May 2020 murder of George Floyd protests and and also the lack of security at the Capitol during January 6th. I think that whole the lack of security during January 6th needs to be a whole different investigation from like the actual... Oh, yeah, um, I, I agree. Another quote from him, he said, I personally, William Joseph Walker, not General Walker, thought that it was a, just vastly different. National Guard is not called uh, in December. National Guard is not called in November. And I watched on television the difference between people coming to the Capitol in November. And if you watch the film, and if these same groups came back in December, you better better prepare, better prepare. Right, he's saying, like, mm-hmm. people, you saw them coming to the Capitol for days, like, people filtering into D.C., and at no point yeah. were they like, uh, we should call in the National Guard, which he yeah, was, yeah. he was the head of in D.C. at the mm-hmm. time, and he was even like, hey, why aren't we calling in the National Guard? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, I, I like it when we're, we're correct, Slick. I like when 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 other people. I mean, agree I, I with... don't even think it was just us. Even in this article, it says like a majority of Americans yeah. thought that same thing. It's just now to see somebody in this position of authority, who mm-hmm. ha- actually had authority to do something at the time because he was the head of the National Guard in, in D.C. during mm-hmm. that time. Uh, even he was like, I. I apparently have no authority to do anything about this even though i see a mm. problem so i don't know that it shows like a lack of uh lack of some at, at some level there was a failure for to act is what i mm. see on like security of the building itself absolutely mm-hmm. hey luke did it feel different uh no no we did. Uh, can you confirm to the listeners that we did the news in the wrong order? <laughs> uh, oh, that right. I thought you were talking about yeah. the new year 
Because it's no. it, it's 2023. Did it feel different when we went into the <laughs> new year? It kind of did for me because the day before the new year, I dropped... Well, I didn't even... It didn't drop a table. I was moving a table in my house, mm-hmm. and I, like, swung it. I was flipping it over, and it, like, swung into my foot, like, into yeah. that. So I basically gave myself... The, the worst stub toe ever. Instead of stubbing my toe on the table, this, my toe stubbed the table. It was like the opposite, right? I didn't stub my toe, the table. I stubbed the table. Um, so, like, the next day I was just in pain, like, all day during New Year's and New Year's Eve. It's actually better today, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, every time you moved when we were watching something on, on, on Sunday, you go, Ouch! Ouch! Ouch. Yeah, it's it, it's not as bad. Like when I don't have uh sh- shoes on, it's not bad. But it's mm-hmm. much worse when I have to walk around for like a while, and then it you know with shoes on outside, then it gets really mm-hmm. bad. But it's better today. But yeah, that was my uh, introduction into the new year. Nice, but yeah, can you confirm to the listeners that we did the news in the wrong order? Sure, I don't think anybody cares. But yep, no, we did, we did. I don't know. Did it feel different? I don't know. Maybe it did. It's a little weird ending with the... <laughs> ending with the main. With yeah. Well, not the main. It's just not as... Uh, it's not a very funny story. It's not a very like lighthearted story. That's true. What is lighthearted and funny soon, though? It's always lighthearted. Uh, no. Not always, not all, but... No, always. I would say dark-hearted. <laughs> He's dark hearted. Dark heart. Dark heart. <laughs> Poor guy. Instead well, of he's it's like dark comedy. He's got a dark yes. dark hearted comedy, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, he's going to tell the truth about New Year, new possibilities. This is Trump with Trump tells the truth. Can you ever make um, New Year's resolutions like I'm gonna succeed with this and succeed with that? The only resolution I ever think of is being a little bit better, or doing a little bit better. This year, I'm going to do a little bit better on fighting for good political causes. I'm going to try to be a better person, because I know I'm not flawless. I have my flaws, a lot of them actually, and sometimes I have to piss people off. Sometimes they're just assholes, but sometimes I can be the assholes too. Asshole, I mean. So. Every year I just try to do what I can complete, being a little bit better, try to do things a little differently, try to look at things as a new perspective. I'm going to try to do this year, this, this year, but I don't know I will succeed in every form. But we don't all have to succeed perfectly, because we are humans, not perfect machines. Even machines are not perfect because they're made by somebody who is not perfect. We try, we stumble. The same thing we do in the 20s, we do in our 40s. We are full of shit. Sometimes somebody is more than others, but we all fail and we're all not perfect. We always hurt those we love and push people we love away from us and just do a lot of silly mistakes. That's how we do it. So the only resolution I always have, try to be better and try to see things from another perspective. 
those things I always try to do. I like to spend Christmas with not a lot of people, just the few people I love, and be have some quiet time for myself. New Year's Eve I don't party anymore. I just stay at home with my wife, and the next day I just spend the day thinking, how should this year be? How can I do things differently? How can I do things better? Was it something I forgot last year? Is it somebody I forgot last year? And I was thinking, like, putting a new perspective on things, gonna say, like, oh, I shouldn't talk to that person a long time ago, but I haven't. Okay, we can always go assume whose fault it is. But you come to some age, whose fault it is, is meaningless to discuss anymore. Life happens. Shit happens. So just start on a new term. One of my friends I haven't met for one and a half year. I don't know why, but life got in the way. A little bit of my selfishness come in the way too. But the better things are never too late. If you acknowledge that, and you also feel that the other pe- person also acknowledge that, then you have a point for meeting and discussing and creating something new. This is not only about me, but how the world should think too. Europe has been in war for ages, but we draw a line. It hasn't been drawn, clearly not yet, because we still have war, but we come a long way. My praise for this next year is that Europe managed to pit bygones be bygones and try to start something new. Because I will hate if this year still going to be a war in Ukraine, a new war in Kosovo, and worst of all, a new World War III. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a nice evening. That was uh, Tron Telling the Truth. Uh, TV round. You've seen one more show than me, so I will let you go. What's up, America's Got Talent All-Stars? I didn't... I, I mean, I've seen America's Got Talent, you know, it's like yeah. a, a talent show, reality show. Um, I never remember how the rules work to this game because I don't watch it enough, but this this version, I don't think the X's matter. Because mm. there's like, the way somebody advances, at least in this first episode, uh, to the final is they get voted in by what they call the super fan vote which is like a bunch of people from around the country. I don't know if it's like anybody can vote or it's just specific super fans, but they call it the super fan vote. And then there's also the golden buzzer, which only one person was allowed to use in this episode. I don't like, I haven't seen this show since like season one or two. So the rules are completely different from what I remember. I mean, obviously this is a new show because this is all stars. So instead of it being like just uh, a random cast. It's people who mm-hmm. either won in the past or were, you know, really close to winning and also really like fan favorites. So you have a few mm. people in here that like kind of don't fit the mold necessarily. Like this one kid from Britain's Got Talent, who his whole thing was uh, being like a TED Talk kid about the environment. Um, mm. And he's up against, like, you know, jugglers and singers right. and, 
It's like he doesn't yeah. really fit the mold of the rest of the the contestants. Right. Um, but he is like six, so he kind of has that that uh right. cute factor. Charming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much the same show. I was a little confused by the rules, but I think maybe if you've watched the show for all whatever million seasons that it has, it might be less confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, I I don't know. I'll give it a. I'll give it a 4.5. I don't really like these shows, but it, it was fine. Well, I wonder if we have gotten an early contender for best year show of the year, because holy fuck, I loved Paul T. Goldman. That was a bonkers show. I've seen three episodes. Well, there's only, yeah, there's only three episodes out. I think they said they come out every Tuesday or Thursday. I remember having a T yeah. in it, so I don't, I don't remember which one, but... Uh, yeah, it's good. It is really good. So it's it's the people behind Borat uh, 2, the sequel. Uh, uh, this is the people behind that. And I, I was going into it thinking everything about this would be fake. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. Because it's about this guy called... Paul T. Goldman that took contact with one of the uh, yeah of director of Borat too, and wanted to show him the story, and also he's acting in this. So it's a mix between. Well, how, how do I? Uh, I yeah. I don't think that that's what it is exactly. I think the guy. The guy he he came to him with a script to the director, and he said. I want to, I'll let you use my story, which he wasn't going to let anybody else use it, I don't think, mm-hmm. and if you, if you f- film my movie, uh, right. and so it, it the deal was, you film my movie, and I'll let you use this story also for, like, doc- documentary, so they're being made in tandem, basically, the movie mm-hmm. version and the documentary, which is also a behind-the-scenes of the movie being made as well. Um, I know. And so it's so interesting. But I think really what the director did is he used him because that movie is never going right. to like go anywhere or be released probably at all. But he knew that he could get a really good documentary out of it. So yeah. in a way, he kind of used the guy. And when you say it's all it's true or whatever, I think slowly over the three episodes, you realize at the beginning, he's like, it's 100% true. Nothing's yes. fake by episode three. He's You're like, right. well, there's that well. there's that 10%. <laughs> That I embellished, yeah. and I didn't. Yeah. They, they didn't really say this, and like you know. So I think by the end we're gonna find out that maybe it's like less true than yeah. It's there's maybe thirty percent by the end of it, but I I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's maybe not. But the acting is terrible. It is extremely cringe, and I fucking love it. I I just loved it. All three episodes. I I was so into this. I mean, the thing about the acting is you're not really seeing it as, like, a movie. So you're not seeing it as, like... You're you're seeing it as acting, right? Right. You can imagine if this was cut together as a film, it would be a bad movie, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But there's some comedy in that. But uh, this guy is just such a character. What a character. And if it is true, he went through, like, an incredible story... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then wrote a book about it, and then from that book he he made a screenplay, 
uh, for yeah. this movie, and then this guy made a documentary about his his story of trying to make get this movie made uh, about about this whole situation. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a mystery, uh, it's documentary style thing basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like a lot of other ones, but it has a very interesting twist in in that there's a movie being made at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. I don't know if it's the be- going to be the best. I, I would not say it's the best show of the year, but it's very good. I'd give it a, uh, I don't know, I'd give it a 7, I guess? 7.5. Oh, I gave it an 8.5. I really love this. Okay. I, I, and I said it is the best show of 2023 so far. Right. Yes. Yeah, I, because yeah. Solid. <laughs> because the show wasn't that good. This was on Peacock. <laughs> it was a... Uh... Yes. It was fine. It was it was definitely worth checking out, and I have a feeling it's going to be better by the end. So, yeah, your turn. Um, let's talk about Dangerous Breed. This was also on Peacock, so maybe I'm comparing these two shows a little bit, just because they're mm. uh, similar. Also, this is also a documentary about a TV show uh, that a director was going to be making. All right, so already mm-hmm. the similarities are very. Uh, Close oh, yeah. to each other. I see it. Um, yeah. Except it's about one Teddy Hart, uh, independent mm. wrestler. You remember Teddy Hart? Uh, no. He was one. He's like uh, one of the Hart, you know, uh, family people. Right. He never really made it because he was uh, the WWE at the time called him untrainable. But he was like mm. one of those. Even on the independent scene, was considered like you can't book this guy because he's just a nut job and will just go crazy and not follow the script and he'll go, you know, he'll hurt somebody and, like, he just, uh, yeah. Uh, well, this guy, in can- he was a Canadian director. He saw Teddy Hart and how crazy his life was and was like, I'm going to make a TV show about this guy. But what ended up happening is uh, somebody in, that or- in his orbit goes missing, a woman goes missing, mm-hmm. and, you know, he... He had started making this documentary, and then uh, Teddy Hart went to jail. The documentary stopped getting made, and then two years later, some women come to him and say, hey, this woman went missing. We need to see that footage that you shot uh, all you know years ago. And so then it becomes an investigation into this missing person. Uh, hmm. So very interesting, very good. It's only a three-part documentary. Definitely worth checking out, I think, for you, Fro. I'd give it a... Um, I'll give this an eight. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's also really done interestingly in the sense that it's not like a standard documentary Mm. format. So, yeah, cool. So, we need to talk about Kaleidoscope in two different ways. Uh, I think uh, what is most interesting is actually the concept, and then we can talk about the series itself. How about that? Okay, yeah. Um, it's something that's been tried a few times uh, Yeah. in the past. I, I'm trying to think of what those sh- shows were called, but it's a non-linear show where mm-hmm. you can watch it in any order. Uh, you don't have and to watch that's... a specific first episode or specific last episode. Yeah. Uh, and then you're supposed to have a different experience each time you watch it, I guess. Right, and that's uh, I. I have tried to watch it uh, two different ways, and it's a uh, it's a truth with a tiny. I I will say that it 
there is is an order that I would personally recommend people to go in in, uh, and I find it a little confusing because, especially, um, so there's white and white and black are the two first episodes. White kind of uh, explains the concept, and black is always. No, sorry. The black is the first uh, episode that uh, explains the concept, and white is always the last episode for everybody that's watching the show. Mm-hmm. And and getting, I have I I have seen all all the episodes, and I just uh, uh, tried to mix it a little up. I didn't like totally watch all of them, but like maybe like two three minutes of each uh, the second time. And I I don't think. It works to be to be a hundred and ten percent honest. I think it was. Uh, I think the idea itself is is interesting. I wish it worked because I think this is not a bad show. I, I it's it's not uh, perfect and it's definitely not uh, something I would recommend to everybody. I think. I think it's a uh, it's a uh, weird show, but we will get into the the, uh, the the show itself. But I think I think I think the concept is definitely more interesting than the show itself. Do you understand what I mean? Um. Well, it depends. Like, I guess it's one of those shows where you would have to watch it multiple times, and I think that's what they're counting on, and that's why you mm. were like I'm going to watch it multiple times, and that's why it's created this way. Is like. Oh, if you watch it twice, then you might see something different, and so the, yeah. it's a way to like try to uh, farm clicks in a way, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it works. I, I we've seen so many shows like this in the past that yeah. n- none of them really actually work in the sense that no. uh, they don't they don't move in the same way as a, a regular TV show. They always have to be. Right. Um, vague at the end, you can never have a cliffhanger mm-hmm. ending of any episode because you're gonna always everybody's gonna see it in a different order, and so mm-hmm. the only thing that's really new and different about this one being like a non-linear episode style TV show is that it forces you to watch it in a certain order where other right. ones it would <laughs> give you all the episodes. And then at the beginning it would say, hey, you can watch these in any order. And then it was up to right. you to pick what order you watched it in. And most people would just be mm-hmm. like, fuck it, I'm just going to watch it in whatever order they set it out for me in, right? And this does yeah. set it out for you, but it says that yep. it, it randomize the that Netflix itself randomizes the TV show f- for yep. each individual user. So that's really the new concept of this in, right. in the sense that this kind of show has been done in the past, I guess. And I can confirm that. Uh, both my dad, me, and uh, and and uh, uh, a friend of mine have watched this show and have watched it in different orders. So I can confirm that it is mixed in different orders. So, uh, but, okay, that is a little about the concept. Now about the show, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit weird that we have to talk about it this way, but it, uh, it, it wouldn't make any, uh, any understanding. Uh, so the show itself is uh, this heist show 
uh, where uh, where uh, Esposito, what is his first name? Uh, I don't even know the actor's name, to be honest. Gus. Gus, Gus from, from Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking, Breaking Bad. Uh, puts together this group uh, that is uh, going to steal uh, is it two billion dollars or five billion dollars or I think something? it's seven billion dollars okay okay mm-hmm. yeah so it's something ridiculous and uh, that is more or less what this show about is about but there's twists and turns around every corner uh, yeah like I said I wish this show was better uh, it's not bad it's just a little confusing and a little diffuse. And by diffuse, I mean it doesn't really hold the thrill through all the episodes. It's also a little bit weird how it's, <laughs> funny enough, structured. Uh, because the structure is actually working against the show. But I, it's, it's like, like I said, it's it's comfortable made. It's it's not terribly bad acting. Uh, there's nothing super bad I can say about it, other than it feels uh, a tiny bit bland, a tiny bit uh, confusing, and most of the confusion is because of this fucking concept they made out of it. So well, their whole that. thing is like there's. There's clues in each episode, and uh, right. it's up to you to find the clues, and everybody's going to get the clues in a different order, and so the it makes the mystery interesting to each person. But the the like I said, the problem comes in when you can't have a cliffhanger at the end, end of an episode, yeah. and and then you can also like there's a lot of good acting, and everything oh, in yeah. here even looks like it could be like film quality if you were to like put it on yeah. a, on. In, in a movie theater and make it a, mm. like a two-hour movie, it could work. It seems to me there's like a barrier of entry to like watching the show because of the concept where mm-hmm. some people would just want to... Uh, would want this show to be more linear because it is a mm-hmm. really good show and, and they just want, you know, to see a regular TV show where mm-hmm. this takes a really good show and tries to kind of make it more interesting with the concept. I think the mm-hmm. show would be fine without that gimmick. Uh, I agree, yeah. So, in a way, like you said, it might hinder it in in even the score that I give it, but what do, what do you think? You know, I, 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 think, I think if it didn't uh, try to be so fucking intelligent with, with uh, or smartass, or whatever you can call it, with the concept, this would have gotten a much higher score because I really liked. I I, I can't say I, I didn't like this series. It, it it's good. I just wish it was something else. I I wish I I could watch it normally. Um, but uh, I will give it a six point five. Yeah, I was thinking a six point five. So yeah, um, all the acting is really good and. I, yeah. The characters in it are super interesting, and I want to like yeah. be engaged in that. But the way it's put together, you never, uh, you're never l- left wanting more, right? And yeah, because yeah. of the way it's put together. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I I wish it was just a regular TV show. That's all I can mm-hmm. say. Your turn. Uh, that was it, right? Yeah, we talked about everything. Well, 
I have watched some, something else, Luke. I have watched something called Prince Andrew the Musical. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk to the listeners a little about this? Uh, it says here it's written and scored by in oh, almost in entirety by Kieran Hodgson, character, comedian, actor, musician, and creator of Bad TV Impressions on Twitter. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. The music is to be applauded as a great near solo feat, uh, but it never quite flies. So, like, I guess it's not that good. What do you think? I didn't really like it, to be completely fair. Uh, I love musicals, and I also like when they make fun of situations uh, that it needs to make being fun out of. But I, I find it problematic. I, I... I I I found it very very hard to watch because of what it's making light of. Yes, they are making a shit out of Prince Andrew, but it also plays on the Epstein scandal for laughs, and it doesn't feel right. It didn't feel it didn't feel okay. I it, it's just like. Yeah, some of the rhyming in this was, or like, I, I was cringing a lot when I was watching it. Right. I wanted to laugh, and it's it's just like, uh, no. <laughs> no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't make a joke out of this. Uh, that's how it felt like. Uh, I mean, it's made by a Twitter, like, the thing they're most known for is their Twitter account. Uh, Mm -hmm. so does it have, like, Twitter humor? Is that what it feels like? It felt very Twitter humor, yeah. Okay. Um, it felt uh, also like a parody of of some, some, some things. But it's, yeah, I, I was, I, I have to admit that I saw probably 50% of it and just turned it off. Because I, I, I just felt uncomfortable about uh, they're making fun of this very serious material. Uh, yeah, did you see... Uh, I, most years we like would have like a video of, of CNN New Year's Eve thing, because they always make mm-hmm. idiots of themselves on that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happened this year and why we don't have a video of that? No. Well, actually, there is a video out there that is funny, but they were... They, CNN said they couldn't drink alcohol, uh, Anderson Cooper and what's his name, the other guy, uh, because mm-hmm. they always make an idiot of themselves every year, so they were banned from drinking any alcohol on air this year, <laughs> which I thought was funny, but it, uh, I guess some, what's his name, one of the one of the CNN guys like for, like for missed the countdown, so like he was waiting mm-hmm. around and the countdown's happening and he's sitting there going, all right, everybody, we're almost there. Just about there, and in the background you see the ball falling, like, uh, and the <laughs> and like the fireworks are going off, and he's like, "Oh, are we, are we ready? Are we ready, everybody?" <laughs> so that was pretty good. Uh, uh, but you would see well, what was uh, President hmm. Dana White on New Year's Eve. Yeah, uh, I didn't. It says here UFC President Dana White admitted to mon- uh, admitted on Monday 
uh, to slapping his wife on New Year's Eve. White acknowledged the incident while speaking with TMZ after a video surfaced of White slapping a woman in the face in a video obtained by TMZ. White is seen at a nightclub standing with a woman on a balcony. Uh, the woman is seen with her head in her hands before turning to slap him in the face. White then slaps her in the face uh, before the situation appears to settle. The footage cuts off. So mm -hmm. uh, TMZ got a hold of this, obviously, and then he said, um, I'm in Cabo, Mexico for the holidays with my family and my wife. wife. We're out with the family on New Year's Eve, and unfortunately what happened, I'm one of the guys you've heard of me say for years, there's never an excuse for, to, put a hand, to put hands on a woman, and now here I am uh, talking to TMZ about it. So, yeah, there you yeah. go. Stupid is some stupid dogs. He right. says there was definitely a lot of alcohol, but that's no excuse. He continued, uh, yeah, he did a whole thing on this. That it's funny, it's terrible, but there's like a a meme of him uh, from back in the day saying, "If it wasn't for what does he say? If it wasn't for weed, I would I would have beat my wife." Uh, it's like <laughs> a meme of him that like it was him quoting somebody else, but. Uh, it, it, uh, it's like a meme that's been around for a while, and, and now for this yeah. to happen is like, maybe you should have smoked some weed, I guess? Maybe you should read some books, look. Okay. Yeah, tell the audience about the books that he could read, and where to get it. Uh, you should go to audibletrial.com forward slash ADC, that's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC if you want a free trial and a free book, a free audiobook, or anything else on there. Uh, you get to get that for free and get a 30-day trial. If you cancel before the 30 days, you don't get charged. You get to keep the book. But you probably want to hang out there and get some audiobooks if that's what you're into. If you're into podcasts, they've got stuff like that too. So audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. Let's wrap up uh, 2022 with the tournament. But before we do that... I want to tease that we next week are doing our top five most anticipated TV shows and movies of 2023. That is going to be interesting. One of my favorite things to do. But it is another Digital uh, Citizen's biggest scandal tournament, or as we call it, the Jeffrey Epstein Memorial uh, Tournament. And why is that, Look, uh, Well, the year he, he died... Uh, quote unquote, we um, we were going to do this tournament anyways, and we were like, mm -hmm. just about. I don't. It must have been towards the end of the year that happened because we yeah we were, we were going to make this tournament enemy anyways, and then when that happened, we realized that there was no way it wasn't going to win the tournament as far as biggest scandals of the year, mm -hmm. and so instead of putting it in the tournament, we just made it the made it the tournament because otherwise it would have been silly to even do the first tournament because we knew yeah. who was going to win so uh, yeah. that's why we call it the Jeffrey Epstein Memorial Tournament more as a memorial to the scandal of yes, his death him. Uh, yeah. than him himself yeah yes it's very important to point that out mm -hmm. anyway uh, first is the Mar-a-Lago documents what is the Mar-a-Lago documents Luke uh, on August 8th, 2022, 
the FBI executed a search warrant of Mar-a-Lago, the residence of U.S. President Donald Trump. The search warrant application was authorized by U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland and approved by Judge following the criminal referral by the National Archives. Okay. Uh, later, courts made public a heavily redacted version of an affidavit explaining the FBI's goals and a detailed a list of F what the FBI seized. Uh, over 13,000 government documents were recovered. They included nuclear-related information, FBI, CIA, and NSA information, and about national security interests. Of these documents, 325 were classified uh, that they found. Okay, so that's that one. And that is going against uh, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Uh, what was that? It was a trial this year held in Fairfax County between April 11th to June 1st that ruled the allegations of defamation between the formerly married actors Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Depp, as the plaintiff, filed a complaint of defamation against defendant Heard, claiming $50 million in damages, and Heard filed a counterclaims against Depp for $100 million in damages. Right. Well... I think I want to make a case for Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. Uh, I think I think that should go on. And the reason why I think that is that it was a bigger thing on scan scandal wise and also on people's mind. I, I'm not saying that the Mar-a-Lago documents aren't really bigger. Because they probably are, but in in people's uh, how much people were talking about this, how much fucking YouTube videos there are about the Amber Heard and John Depp trial, and how much it was up in uh, social media last year, uh, I I think that needs to go on. What do you think? I think that the Trump documents are bigger in the sense of like importance mm -hmm. yep. i think as far as like uh the uh importance to the world and to Amer like people in general that this is mm -hmm. like more important scandal uh yep. because it's the president and it's uh, you know it's classified documents and uh nuclear secrets and all this uh, mm -hmm. I don't think the Amber Heard thing is ne necessarily that, unless you consider, it says here, news articles about the case generated high levels of social media interaction and renewed debates around domestic violence, the Me Too movement, and women's rights. So in, if you think about it in that right. way, then it is on that level of, like, a, a human base level and not just, like, the government itself, um, I guess. What? Yeah, when I like to think of scandals, I do think of how much they are talked about, and that that is maybe my biggest uh, biggest card when it comes to the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing is that it was more talked about than the Mar-a-Lago documents. I, I I don't know about that. If you look at YouTube, I think you would form find more. Uh, YouTube cha channel I think that's, talking about. I think that's purely because the trial lasted, a you know a, a while, 
where I think this thing is still going on. Uh, the Mar-a-Lago documents is a still is like an ongoing investigation as to whether he's getting get in trouble at, at all for this, right? Mm. Where we kind of know the finale of the Depp Amber Heard thing, so um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a hard one, I think. Yeah, I I do agree. It's very hard because of the importance of the Mar-a-Lago documents. Uh, I mean, I. I, I feel I, I don't feel super strong about uh, Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing. I I could go with you, but uh, yeah, I don't know. When I think scandals, though, did Trump poop on any of the documents? No. But Amber Heard pooped on his bed. Pooped <laughs> on his bed. So I think we're gonna move on. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Uh, because yeah. I think pooping on stuff is like more scandalous than, <laughs> right? As far as scandalous things go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to the next round. Uh, Kanye West. Uh, well, we found out that he loves Hitler. What is all this all about? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I should have had something ready for this, but yeah, Kanye West. Uh, over the last whatever number of weeks, uh, months, has gone on talk shows and uh, and podcasts and whatever else would allow him on to spout his uh, anti-Semitic views uh, about Jewish people uh, with, mm-hmm. his, with his pals. I think it all started with him wearing a White Lives Matter shirt with, uh, what's her name, uh, uh, conservative commentator to a fashion show, I think it was, right? Mm-hmm. And then followed up by him wearing the same shirt to his daughter's basketball game. Uh, yep. <laughs> then he went on multiple podcasts and TV shows to talk about uh, talk about that, and that's when it came... Then he started talking about... Uh, I guess it, it all culminated with the Alex Jones interview, right? I think that's where it all yes. culminated with him saying that he loves Hitler. And that's why that's literally what he said. So that is more or less literally what he said. I mean, he didn't. He, have, he said, "I love Hitler." <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, don't clip that out, anybody. <laughs> that's what Kanye said. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, then we have Elon Musk uh, by Twitter. Uh, yeah, what is this story all about? Uh, Elon Musk, uh, bought Twitter, uh, just last year, right? Um, and it, he, it became a big thing, uh, because he said he was going to buy Twitter, then people didn't want him to buy Twitter, uh, then he was sued by the company because he made a deal with Twitter, uh, and wanted to back out of it, they sued him to buy the company, then he ended up buying the company, and uh, after that is when the real scandalous stuff happens, right? When he starts letting people back on, like um, Donald Trump and and Kanye West and Andrew Tate and things like that. Um, It says here, the acquisition of Twitter was on April 14, 2022, and concluded in October 27, 2022, 
Musk began mm. buying shares of Twitter in January of 2022. So this scandal kind of started in April and went all the way, or no, he started buying shares in January and then the, he ended the, ended the transaction in October. So this scandal literally yeah. spanned the entire year, basically. Oh, yeah. I, I think, <laughs> I think this is maybe harder than Mar-a-Lago versus Depp, to be honest. I don't think it's because hard think, for me, but go ahead. Okay, okay. I will tell you the reason why it's hard for me. Okay. Uh, I, I think, I think Elon Musk is much, much bigger, bigger, because Twitter is huge, and Twitter is one of the biggest social media uh, apps out there. So I definitely think that should move on. But uh, I do think Kanye West uh, being as prominent as he is is a good case for him. But I do, I do think that Elon buying Twitter is bigger because of the ramifications of it and the length of it. Uh, I think that the Kanye thing is more uh, scandalous in the sense that he's like one, one of, if not like the most, the largest, most influential celebrities out there. Um, mm-hmm. He. Uh, was like so beloved before what happened like i talked about last week with the genius documentary that came right. out and everybody was like oh kanye's literally a genius he's so smart and so creative and he can do anything he's like a super hero basically mm-hmm. to these to certain people he's a fashion designer he's a musician he's a rapper mm-hmm. he's a producer mm-hmm. he does all these things and he can never get anything wrong right and then he comes out and gets has the the most wrong take that you could possibly have. <laughs> like there isn't a more wrong yeah. take to have, basically. Um, That's true. That, That's true. And that the take was so uh, horrible, uh, and to spread it mm. to people, and to for him to move over and be um, also. Uh, brought into this, right, you know, the far right circle, and for them to kind of just accept him, even though you know mm-hmm. that these people are most likely a lot, not, not all of them, but aren't, they don't like black people. Uh, I'm not going to call right. them racist, but they are, uh, you know, white nationalists, some of them for sure. They're, mm-hmm. they're racist and they're just using him. And, and he also has mental, he's mentally ill. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. that that is more scandalous than Elon Musk uh, just buying a company. I don't know. But that's me. Yeah. No. I. I actually. I. The more I listen to you, the more I agree. I think Kanye West loving Hitler moves on. To be fair. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, next is uh, well. Uh, we have talked about him before today, Andrew Tate. Uh, why are why is Andrew Tate on? <laughs> because this is like the most stupid question I could ask. Uh, why is Andrew Tate on our biggest scandal tournament? Look, uh, a Tate, a self-described misogynist, self-described, whose yeah. controversial commentary has resulted in his suspension from several social media platforms. Following his kickboxing career, he began off- offering 
paid courses and memberships through his website, and later rose to f fame as an internet celebrity. Uh, on December 29th, 2022, him and his brother Tristan were arrested in Romania, along with two other suspects on charges of human trafficking uh, and forming an organized crime group. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's lots more to go into here. I mean, I think the big thing is his uh, influence on young people Young, young men, men yeah, yeah and kind of the yeah. idea that like putting the idea into people's heads that uh, at least young men's heads that like this is how you should treat women this is how mm -hmm. you should uh value yourself this uh you shouldn't drink anything but sparkling water because that's for pe mm -hmm. for peasants so there was mm -hmm. like this kind of uh oh he mixing together misogyny with uh, capitalism and then the red pill, whole red pill concept, which is like inherent, like he would, like it's, we talked about earlier, the matrix and all this stuff as far mm. as the red pill idea. Um, and then later, like mixing in religion aspects of it as well. Like, and uh, then because it becoming Muslim, because yeah. a lot of his videos before becoming Muslim, he would talk about, Oh, you got to be a God-fearing person. Like, one of the reasons mm -hmm. he would justify his misogyny was through religion. So he would say yep. things like, the Bible says a man uh, is the head of the household and things like that to justify yep. his misogyny. And then for him to just turn around and go yeah. to the Muslim religion, which is even more, uh, <laughs> in certain cases, depending on which version of mu being Muslim you are, can be more... Uh, uh, misogynist, extreme. I guess. Extreme. Yeah. yeah, extreme. Extreme yeah. misogyny, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of different scandals with this guy, but all in all, so this was many. the year of kind of Andrew Tate scandal because yeah. he was around kind of before that, um, and he'll be around after oh, it, yeah. probably, except for the fact that he's in jail right now, so maybe not. Then we have uh, How Mandel uh, thinking, sharing things on Twitter. TikTok. Think. TikTok, sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, what did he share about uh, What did he share about on TikTok? I don't really want to talk about this because it's disgusting. <laughs> How Mandel was trending on social media, and we have some disturbing news. The AGT judge shocked TikTok and later Twitter with a video showing... A prolapsed anus, and which has since been scrubbed from many corners of the internet. Uh, the Canadian comedian and dealer deal, uh, dealer no deal host posted this video <laughs> on his verified TikTok account on Saturday, July 9th. Uh, uh, this is the kind of description of, of the whole thing. Uh, it says, "When my fr when my friend Neil bent over, this happened." Uh, the TVNet. TV personality said in the video of his verified account with nearly 10 mm -hmm. million followers, 10 million followers, remember? <laughs> he then says, does somebody know if this is COVID related? And if it is, what can we do about it? Oh. And, and they leave it out. But then he says, ow, which is very important because it's, mm. it's actually important to the context of it. Yeah. I think yeah. because mm -hmm. he then uh, goes on to deny he knew that it was a prolapse, right? Yep. He said what? He, that it was, was what? Uh, he thought it was ice cream, wasn't it? Or he said ice cream or cake or something that got right. stuck to somebody's pants. 
Yes. But why would he say ow at the end of the <laughs> TikTok? <laughs> right. <laughs> if it, it if it didn't hurt. Right, mm. if he didn't think there was some kind of pain, something mm. painful happening. Exactly. Mm. Uh, I think this is very easy look. It's Andrew Tate. I mean, it's definitely Andrew Tate, but the yeah. Howie Mandel thing, I think, is, like, so big because <laughs> it's Howie Mandel, and he's, like, yes. the guy from yes. America's Got Talent, and he's, like, the yes. clean-cut Howie Mandel guy who does, like, insurance commercials and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, commercials for, like, back-to-school stuff and everything. Um, he's, like, so clean-cut guy and has 10 million followers on a, you know, TikTok is a app for teens. It's not an app. It's for young people. And for him to put that on like an app for teens where, you know, most of his followers are probably under 18 or under 20. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's why it was so scandalous. And then for him to deny it obviously adds to that scandal. But I think you're right. Andrew Tate, uh, like we said, it was kind of his year for being scandalous. I mean, yeah. you couldn't go a one month this year without something no. coming up about him doing something stupid or getting arrested yeah. or saying yeah. something stupid or somebody calling him out and making him look stupid. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Now, so Andrew Tate moves on on the tournament. Then we have the last bracket. It is uh, Liver King gets caught using steroids. What is this all about? Uh, why don't you tell him what Liver King's about really quick, and then we'll go into the steroids thing. Sure. So Liver King is this YouTuber uh, where uh, he has uh, used his platform and his uh, uh, famous face to uh, uh, promote uh, pure living. And by pure living, I mean, like, eating raw materials, like raw liver, for example, uh, to promote to be a perfect human being and to gain muscles and uh, to be strong and healthy. And, uh, yeah. And he himself was, like, is is super jacked. And so he was saying, basically saying, if you follow... Yeah, if you follow this lifestyle and and specifically buy my pills that I have for mm. sale, my my supplements, you'll you'll look like me. Exactly. It says here uh Liver King a muscle and uh shirtless TikTok star uh, named Brian Johnson has amassed a mil- millions of followers this year uh promoting an ancestral diet of beef brains, bull testicles and raw animal liver and right but recently Johnson posted a different kind of viral video and apology admitting to taking anabolic steroids, which uh, he repeatedly has denied in the past. That was one big problem with it. The confessional mm-hmm. video has been viewed more than 2.6 million times on YouTube. Uh, he's, he quote, I lied and misled a lot of people, Johnson said to the camera. Yes, I've done steroids and yes, I'm on steroids, he said. Cool, and that is going against uh, who's this guy? Will Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Hmm. Okay, go. yeah, I remember that during the ninety fourth no. Academy Awards in March twenty seventh. <laughs> actor Will Smith walked on stage 
and slapped comedian Chris Rock across the face during a presentation of the best documentary feature. The slap was a response to Rock's joke about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, and her shaved head, which had been shaved since 2021 due to alopecia. Smith returned to his seat, shouting profanity, uh, and Rock briefly responded but completed his pre presentation without any further eruption. But later that evening, Smith won the Best Actor Award and apologized uh, to the other nominees, but not to Chris Rock. Yep. Uh, the next day, he did apologize uh, to Rock and the Academy through social media. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it has to be Will Smith. I, I want to make an argument for Liver King at least. I mean, like, okay, I yeah, think the, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. the one thing is that, like, the Will Smith thing was like, you know, it's on the Oscars, which I guess nobody really watches anymore, but it's, you know, major right. celebrities. And so everybody was talking about it because of that. But mm -hmm. I think the Liver King thing kind of broke the boundary of, like, internet drama and internet uh, scandal and kind of. Mm. It, I'm looking at a Washington Post article about it. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So it, like, mm. broke, like, let's say that the Will Smith slap thing happened at the streamies, and it was, I don't know, Shane Dawson slapping, you know, uh, whoever, uh, I don't know, random celebrity uh, B. You know what I'm saying? John Cena. No, I'm thinking more like like a TikTok <laughs> star. Look, uh, Charlie D'Amelio slaps Shane Dawson. Let's say that happened right. at the yes. streamies. Yes. That would have to go. It would have to break a bigger barrier for a a, a big for getting in the Washington Post than yeah. Chris Rock uh, being hit by Will Smith. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I yeah, think yeah. that like as far as scandals go, it was able to like uh, surpass like a level that I think like the Will Smith thing was easily going to be a big story where the liver King mm. thing became a big story um, against all odds. Maybe I'd give it the underdog I, I, kind of thing. I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. That's um, my argument for him. And I mean, it's not a great argument, but it's um, not an amazing argument to be fair, but I, 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 I understand it. I take it in consideration um, I think we have some similar things happening here. I think the tick, the liver king thing, there was scandal over kind of like body dysmorphia of like, yeah. um, young men and like trying to show them, Hey, if you do this thing, it, you're going to look like me, even though that was never mm. going to happen for these young men, or at least not most of them. And then with mm. the Will Smith thing, one of the big things that came out of it was like the alopecia accusations of like him making fun of a woman's appearance. And so there are mm -hmm. similar also underlying issues in these two um, scandals, if you think about it. But but let me ask you this. If you stop a thousand people on the street and ask them about the Liver King scandal, how many remember that in front of the Will Smith snack? Slap, slap or know about, know about it? I guess less, but I think yeah. that goes back to my other thing of like it broke into it had to it had to break into a different level than this one did where it was already at the Oscars. Yeah. So I don't know. I uh, it's a hard one. I think the Liver King thing is more 
in our wheelhouse because it's like internet yes, culture. I, I agree. Yes, I agree. It's more our wheelhouse than the Will Smith slap. To be fair. Oh gosh. Hey, fuck it. Liver King moves on. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Let's have an underdog in the semifinal. Because I, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion maybe we'll not move on, <laughs> but we will see. Uh, because it's the semifinals already. Uh, the Johnny Depp uh, versus uh, Amber Heard scandal against Kanye Loves Hitler scandal. Oh, gosh. I will let you go first. Well, I think it's Kanye Loves Hitler, personally. Yep. I agree. I think it's just because of, like... I think the Depp Amber Heard thing was talked about for a really long time just because... Yep. It was viral to watch it, like, because it was live to watch. Yeah. Where I think one thing about the Kanye thing and why it's died down more faster, Mm -hmm. uh, even though it's a bigger scandal, is because he was, like, deplatformed off of all these places. Oh, Where the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing was never really uh, deplatformed, which. Yeah actually makes it less of a scandal when you think about yes, it. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I I buy all those arguments and I do think it's a much, much bigger scandal. Okay. Uh, but uh, then we sadly have Andrew Tate against uh, the Liver King steroids. I'm, I'm sorry. Andrew Tate moves on. It's kind of good to see, you know, the two internet, one or at least a couple of the two internet uh scandals yeah. go against each other that was i mean yeah. we i should have said earlier but i, I totally randomized these we didn't like specifically yes. put no, any no. against any others but yeah they uh that was a good matchup i think i think you what do you think if will smith would have gone on i still think andrew tate would have oh definitely so i, I don't think i don't think andrew either Pitch. of those had it yeah. i don't think if we would have gone will smith even though I guess no. people could make an argument. That was the. I think that was the biggest, the hardest one to decide to me was those two. I I do agree on that because, well, Will Smith would have not moved on over Andrew Tate in, anyway. Because, let let's be clear, like 2022 was kind of West and Andrew Tate's year, like, or like I, the I year of like scandalous red pill people. Yes. Yeah. This final is super hard. I don't know how to decide this one, but it's I Kanye. I have no clue. So it's Kanye West loving Hitler against Sandra Tate. This is actually literally fucking hard. I guess one argument I could make, and then I'll see if you have any arguments. I, I, and I, I don't even think it's for or against either one necessarily, but... Right. Okay. I think the Andrew Tate thing lasted longer mm. than the Kanye thing, which just kind of recently happened, though, right? Mm. Where the Andrew Tate thing kind of was, a, like I said, all year. Like it year thing. Took yeah. the whole year. Like, like, like I said, you couldn't go a month without this guy, without something happening with this guy, uh, <sighs> some kind of scandal happening. Where the Kanye West thing... In the last, I guess it's been the last few months, but it's only been mm. the last few months that we've seen. But it is every week we see something. I guess until like the last few weeks, right? He's kind of disappeared. Mm. Yeah, 
I am going to put my vote on Andrew Tate, actually. But this is really hard for me because I do think that uh, Kanye West is a bigger figure than Andrew Tate. So that makes it, uh, that's kind of an argument to put Kanye uh, on as the winner. Uh, but I do think that Andrew Tate has more influence over people uh, than Kanye West has because he kind of grew his uh, his uh, firm and his following uh, uh, like for so many years and now all of a sudden things are coming out uh, about Andrew Tate. So I think Andrew Tate is more a cult leader than Kanye West is. I, I don't know about that. Think about, like, the Yeezus stuff and, like, all those... Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, the Ugh. concert where it was all just, like, a big uh, god. Um, like, he did one thing at Coachella where it was, like, a morning prayer concert where it yeah, was all just yeah. uh, him and a giant, uh, you know, uh, church choir and everything. I don't know. I think they're both trying to be cult leaders in their own way. It's this is really really hard. Um, I still I still feel like you're right though that Andrew Tate had something in all of the months. I buy that argument. I really do, and I do think that's maybe why he should win over Connor. Connor Connor kind of destroyed his his uh, his his face before that. I mean. It all started, we have to remember, it all started with him uh, jumping on stage, uh, uh, stealing the trophy from uh, uh, that singing woman. Oh, and, well, I wouldn't say, I think this specific thing started when he went on and said uh, that he loved Trump. And he started the right. Trump thing. I think that was a whole different era of Kanye craziness, because there was like an era where he was also saying like um Bush uh does it, B Bush hates black people remember that right yes i do remember <laughs> which yeah. obviously that's not a crazy right wing thing cuz yeah. he's going against George Bush so like there's different eras of crazy kanye i think I, the reason i would move andrew tate on is the same mm. argument i made for liver to move liver king on is that he mm. as a internet like internet personality who wasn't even really popular before this year had yeah, a bigger bar to yeah. cross to be even in this tournament yeah. than Kanye yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, and for Kanye him to reach famous. yeah, the level that he did of yeah. like notoriety and to be booted off of everything just like Kanye was, I feel like it was oh. it was harder for him to reach that level of scandal. So I think it's more yeah. scandalous. Yeah, yeah. No, the the, the argument that Andrew Tate uh, did not start out as famous as as Kanye West also is a very good argument for Andrew Andrew Tate to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think we just have to call it Andrew Tate wins, but it's by a hair. I think a lot. There was. A, let's see. I think. There was a few of them that really could have moved on, but I think those two were the only two that were really going to end up at the end. The only way mm -hmm. that they couldn't have ended up at the end is if they randomly had to go against each other in an earlier Before. round, yeah. and somehow yeah. that just didn't happen, which I'm surprised by, but uh, mm -hmm. that's just how the cookie crumbles. 
when you do a random, you know, uh, tournament. Cool. That was fun. Yeah, it was a little harder than I thought uh, in, cer yeah. in certain ones, but uh, yeah, it worked out. Uh, let's uh, talk about some movies that we have seen. Uh, I will let you start. Uh, I saw something from, obviously, from last year, Significant Other. Um, mm, yes. It, it was, uh, this was on, I think I saw it on Peacock? No, Paramount Plus. It's on Paramount Plus. I think it's a Paramount movie. Uh, mm -hmm. I kind of watched it because I saw the trailer and it was based in Oregon, I believe. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, you know, get to see some local kind of scenery and stuff like that. But it's a horror movie, uh, kind of sci-fi horror about a couple who goes mm -hmm. into the, uh, the woods in the northwest here to go backpacking. And then, uh, let's say an alien creature kind of uh, gets involved in the situation. <laughs> Obviously, they're out in the middle of nowhere. Involved, yes. They're out in the middle of nowhere in in the middle of the woods. So then they don't. Ha they have to figure out how to you know survive. So um, it was fine. I wouldn't say it's an amazing movie, but it's definitely no. not terrible. It was entertaining. Special effects pretty cheesy most of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, the acting isn't. You know, top notch, but it's not terrible. It doesn't look like they spent a lot on this movie to make it, but in the amount that they did, at least it wasn't uh, boring or um, stupid. I guess like uh, cheesy. Mm -hmm. It was at least you know somewhat uh, interesting and engaging. So I give it a, I'll give it a six. Yeah, I saw this back in October when it came out. Okay. I, I liked it. I think I gave it a 6.5, so we're not far from each other. The special effects really hold it back. I think if the special right. effects were better, this could have like been a better, but much better movie. Well, what was the better movie? It was the menu, Luke. I saw that this week. Oh, yeah, that's Holy on my list of things. Moly. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love this movie. Fuck, I loved it. Uh, it is with Ralph Fiennes, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, and Nicholas Holt that are maybe the three uh, main characters. So it's about this young couple that goes to, uh, funny enough, <laughs> like it, uh, like uh, the environment, uh, kind of like uh, the beginning. I was thinking a little of the Glass Onion, other than there's no humor in this whatsoever. Um, but uh, yeah, they go to this very exclusive restaurant where this crazy, insane chef has uh, some uh, dishes that are cray cray, and then weird stuff starts to happening. I fucking loved this movie. It is atrociously good i gave it a nine look i thought uh it was elegant i thought it was very suspenseful and i liked it, uh, uh acting and filmography it really tickled my bones i think uh, if I had seen it a little earlier, 
in last year it probably would have been around five six somewhere on my best movies of the year really really love this really fun i hard hard recommend this all right we saw uh white noise from netflix together uh with what's his name adam driver and it's got raffi cassidy who i really I like her and things. Mm-hmm. We had a Don Cheadle also, right? Uh, ran- yep. Just randomly in it. He would just randomly show show up. Uh, apparently, this is based off of a book uh, from the 80s, I think. Uh, but it is about, uh, what, a toxic black... Uh, toxic... It's says airborne toxic event, uh, which they... Mm-hmm. That's what the one kid keeps repeating, like his son... Keeps repeating airborne toxic event. Um, it was a weird movie. I don't know. It was directed by Noah Baumbach, uh, who's done what? What did he do in the past? He did in the other Adam Marriage, Driver movie, Marriage right. Story. Marriage Story, which yeah. was also a weird movie, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yes. But this, it felt like the dialogue felt like they should break into like a musical bit, <laughs> like. A, uh, like a stage play type musical bit at any moment, but they never do. Uh-huh. Like the dialogue well, is very well, like stage play like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do in the end, kind of, <laughs> without singing. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They actually do break into dance. I guess you would say. Yes. 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 Which that's what it feels like the whole time should be happening. Just the way the mm-hmm. dialogue is delivered it feels like they told them to to deliver it like not even a stage play more like a one-man show type dialogue Mm. uh or like you know a uh introspective kind of off-broadway thing with a bunch of people like uh what's the word for it like talking about a person's life introspectively kind of thing um yeah it felt didn't feel natural if but they were going for a specific stylistic choice right yeah and that did not work this is a pretentious piece of shit movie holy moly it's pretentious it's so fucking trying hard and uh if if the dialogue was written by shakespeare it it, it, it it kind of feels like Shakespeare if Shakespeare was written today. Uh, or at least that's like how they talk to each other. It I will give it three compliments and give you three reasons because it's a, it's a shite movie, but very beautifully shot. Incredibly uh, good color scheme during the movie. The color scheme was very, very interesting. And there was one child actor that was actually good. There. That's the three compliments I'm going to give this movie. And that's also the score I'm going to give this movie. Because this is one of the most boring, pretentious side movies I've seen in quite a while. I mean, it's something that, like, only film nerds are going to, like, appreciate. It's it's also trying to be... um... Don't look up, 
It even, like yeah. if you look at articles, they Very even reference so. like yeah. don't look up a lot when they're talking about it because it's about kind of climate change stuff and then people in denial about it and stuff like that. But it's not at the same time. It's nope. about a family. Nope. And but it's it's trying to be really allegorical, so it doesn't like. Uh, but it it's not like subtle enough. It's like very uh, mm-hmm. pun, like slam you in the face allegories. This has thirty three percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, so you're right in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. I'd give it a four point five though. I think the way the acting and the uh, the craft of filmmaking brought it up for me. I think the storyline itself is pretty uh, lackluster, and like like the the script and dialogue are pretty terrible. But I I, I don't want to give it too bad of a score just because they did take a long time to like make it look good. So cool. Let's talk about another pretentious. <laughs> pretentious in a different way, right? Yes, yes. It's not. It's this not is not film school pretentious. This is like millionaire pretentious. This is caviar pretentious, and the other one is like mocha choco latte from my local barista pretentious. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I would talk to the what uh, the way of water. Uh, yeah, it dominates the New Year weekend box office. Uh, closing out 22 on a high note, James Cameron's ambitious uh, Pandora dominated the Friday's box office, earning $24.4 million to push to three, oh, $382.6 domestic. Uh, this pushes out... Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever as the second highest grossing domestic release of 2022. So, uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised, I guess. I mean, they really hyped this thing up. No. And, you know, the nostalgia factor, I don't think the next one is going to have the same kind of hype that this one did. And then the next one after that's going to have less hype and the next one after mm-hmm. that. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, I... I'm 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 probably going to see it. I just don't know if I'm going to like it. Probably not. If are I'm you going to see it in the theater? Is that what you're saying, or you're gonna? No, yeah, no. no. So you're gonna no. have to wait a while because it's going to be until it comes to yeah, what no. Disney Plus. So yeah, something like that. Hey, Jeremy Renner had a little accident this uh, week. Uh, the watch. Washoe County Sheriff's Office in a press conference Tuesday revealed that Jeremy Renner's New Year's Day snowplowing accident near his home in Reno saw the two-time Oscar nominee suffer chest trauma and orthopedic injuries uh, per his representatives. Uh, But he did take to social media. uh, What is this? Is this a Twitter post? Instagram, it looks like. Yeah, something like that. Thank you for all your kind words. I'm too messed up now to type, but I'll send you send love to uh to you all. Okay, so uh yeah, what's orthopedic? What does that mean? I'm assuming like his arm. That's my guess. Orthopedic. I'm I'm going to guess that. Yeah, no, he was in a critical but stable condition for the a long time. We we uh, we had uh, news that it didn't look that good for him so it's good to see that he's awake and conscious it's uh m- muscle 
molecular skeletal system. So just muscles, I guess? Just muscles mm. in general. So it could be a lot of different things when it comes to that. Uh, they're not yeah. really saying exactly what happened, but... I mean, in this picture, he doesn't look great, but at least he's got his eyes open, and he's not... Uh, he's probably pretty out of it, obviously. Yeah. Hey, uh, coming next week, uh, we will have uh, news of the week, uh, TV and movies of the week. We will do our top five most anticipated TV shows and movies of 2023. Uh, another digital review of a movie that both me and Luke are looking forward to, Megan. Yeah, I have a feeling it's not going to be as good as we think it is, but it's probably going to be really... No. It's either going to be really funny or really good, so I'm not sure. We'll yes. see. Cool. Uh, Jeremy Round. Jeremy Round. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, yeah, uh, our favorite podcast had a update a new episode. Uh, oh... It wasn't a new episode. It was like a 14-minute video, and I didn't even watch it yeah. yet. Did you? Uh, no, I haven't had time. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't a... It was just a... I think it was just a regular, like, update video. Maybe... Uh, mm. Hopefully saying, like, what's going on with, like... Because they did an update video on his channel a while ago saying, like, we don't know how we're going to make it work with him not living in Texas. So I guess mm -hmm. we'll have to talk about that next week when we watch it. I'll probably watch it tonight. I saw that it came out, and I completely forgot. Because yesterday I was just watching uh, uh, Dangerous Breed and Paul T. Goodman. Those were the things I watched yesterday. Because they were both three episodes, so it was kind of nice. I was able to go, like, one episode, and then I'd watch the other show, and then watch one episode mm. and watch the other show. And they were both on Peacock, so I was able to, like, switch back and forth really easily. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know we talked about this Miskiff thing uh, when it came out, did we? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Like in, We talked a little about we it? We talked about it in, in context of something else. I think there was some right. other scandal happening at the time that I can't remember. Oh, it was the, the, the whole gambling thing. Right, that's why the we gambling thing yes. went down with Twitch and them like demonetizing certain gambling streams, mm -hmm. and then the one guy train wreck to deflect from him uh, doing what he did started spilling dirt on other people to like deflect like blame right. in a way, and then that that, that came out, and right. then and then from there, what I heard was that the gaming organization that Miskiff works for did an internal investigation or whatever and that's yeah, now came out after a few months or whatever yeah and it found him not liable uh i mean there's so. there was no way to really to prove anything in that situation because right. it was like one person's word against the other person's word even yeah the, there were other people there and and he, the people that were there didn't really agree on what happened you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even the quote-unquote witnesses, one person said one thing and one person said another thing, and it happened so long ago, it's hard to, like, do you remember it correctly? Do you not remember it correctly? But it was a... What I understand, it, it is a very, was a very serious situation, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, there uh, was YouTube uh, policy... The gaming policy changed, uh, mm. affecting a whole lot of people. Did you see this? Yes. I saw that, yeah. Uh, apparently a lot... It went into effect... Uh, like, a, 
specifically violent content, which in video game terms means like fake blood and things like that, I guess. Mm. Uh, but this went in retroactively, meaning like old videos that when you made when a creator made the video wouldn't have been demonetized now retroactively is being demonetized and not able to make any money or some of some of the policies in this uh actually getting people like in trouble with YouTube for videos they made at the time that wouldn't have got them in trouble right which is like mm-hmm. that seems really it seems like you should have if you're going to change policies retroactively like that there should be a grace period where it's like they say hey this video is now breaking policy. You have this amount of time to edit it or remove it, right? That makes more sense than just mm. being like, you're breaking policy now. It, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, PewDiePie's dog's uh, Maya died. That was sad. I was going to talk about it last week, but you, it seemed like not a great thing to end the show on. So uh, hopefully we have something no. else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. He got a new puppet. Did you see that? Puppy? That's oh, cute. Yeah. You said puppet. Oh, puppy. Puppy. Uh That's super cute. A little I think I saw like a short video about it. I didn't really watch any of the there was one video that was like basically it looked like all of him just kind of like uh morning and I yeah. was like I don't really feel like watching yeah. that this week it's I'm not in the mood to like be brought down like that uh right which I think at least he put it in the title to let people know hey if you oh yeah yeah you're like it's probably not something to watch if you're not feeling up to it which uh I wasn't this week I definitely right wasn't feeling uh wasn't feeling that um yeah what else have we got uh I don't know. I got nothing else, so that's not good. Uh, well, uh, what about uh, Jacob Krushank? I love him. Check out his YouTube videos. I love his YouTube videos. Very dry humor. Very, very funny. And definitely talked about him before in this round. I remember talking yeah. about him because when I found him, I was just randomly... I randomly found him and like was watching his videos and didn't know who his brother was, I remember, right. and then found out that it was Fred, like, on accident. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, right, there was one other thing, the Logan Paul scandal, right. Oh, yes. So Jesus crypt- Christ. There's, like, a crypto scandal with Logan Paul with CryptoZoo. There was a CoffeeZilla thing that came out. Right. Um, full-on, like, uh... A full-on explanation of like really detailed uh, mm-hmm. uh, what happened with this uh, rug pull crypto scam and like the different players that were involved and how Logan Paul was involved. And then just yesterday, right, or the day before, Logan yep. Paul came out uh, and responded. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Um, and so he came out, and people are basically saying you know this is uh this is definitely not a very good response but he's uh, no he's saying he's gonna sue coffeezilla for for Mm. this i don't know what do you i don't know if that i don't know what you would sue him for i guess defamation which i don't think you that's gonna be hard to prove right very hard to prove and i i feel like his response was one of the my least favorite response 
are just like so terrible. It was just so incredibly uh, out of left hand. Uh, I'm seeing something right now just to wrap up the show. Uh, this is from Secular Talk. At least uh, on their YouTube channel, they have a video called Kanye Went Missing. Um, and then I look it up and I see on, I don't know what this is, Geo News says, Kanye, Kanye is not dead as rumors flood the internet amid miss him missing. Uh, according to mm. HITC, the rumor spread simultaneously with reports that he was missing. The grammar, Grammy winner's missing rumors sparked after Twitter account focused on hip-hop news called the loud claim, quote-unquote, Kanye West had reportedly been missing and unable, unable to be found for weeks, according to his ex-business manager. The tweet went viral. However, that outlet does not reveal any details of the source of their information. Um, mm. We did say, like, where has Kanye went? He's kind mm -hmm. of disappeared. I mean, I'm not surprised if somebody was like, you need to get help, so maybe that's where he is, but... I guess we just don't know right now. Well, maybe we'll talk about this next week. We will see, I guess. Well, uh, I wish all our listeners a happy 2023. I hope you had a good celebration. I hope 2023 will be uh, an amazing year for the podcast and for Luke and Especially for me, because I, I mean, I'm e egocentric, so I, I want good things to happen to me as well. <laughs> See? Yeah, we want things, good things to happen to each other, everybody out there, good things to happen. Maybe not the Illuminati, because according no. to Newsweek, major things Kanye West said about the Illuminati prior to him going missing. Okay, so <laughs> that's definitely reliable. <laughs> Okay, uh, have a, a good Illuminati weekend. We will talk to you next week. Illuminati, goodbye, everybody. Yeah, triangle symbol, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.